What's up, Hogland Nation? You know we gotta tell you about Mr. T's Tuxedos. Do you or someone you know have a wedding, formal, prom, or big event coming up soon? Well, lucky for you, we have you covered. Mr. T's Tuxedos has the best suits and tuxedos in the area, and will have you looking your best for your big day. With their main store located in Minersville, PA, they also offer fitting services located in Center City, Philly, as well as on-site fittings at your preferred location. Make sure to mention that Hogline sent you when you visit in-store or reach out with an inquiry. To take a look at their catalog and for more information on all that Mr. T's Tuxedos has to offer, visit MrT'sTux.com. That's M-R-T-S-T-U-X.com. And remember, you only have one shot at looking your best. Be sure to take it with Mr. T's Tuxedos. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I am your host for this Tournament of Champions, and my name is Joey Wilton, the Hogline Editor-in-Chief. Today, we are joined by Ryan Rugel, Andrew Keffler, and Jack Manis in the first round round robin portion of this tournament. So how this is going to work is we're going to have a short round robin tournament in order to figure out the seedings. And then we're going to get into that, and there's going to be two buys given out and such. But as of right now, this is our first game, so welcome. I'm very excited. Hope you guys are excited. I am. I'm pumped. Yeah. You've been trying to get in the works for a while. This has been in the works. Um, I have been working on these questions for quite a bit, and I'm sure there will be some uh, arguments, I'm sure, from Jack specifically. He's going to get very annoyed probably at some of them. But it's going to be a fun time. I'm happy to be here. So let's get started, I guess. Um, so first off, let's, as you can already see, we have our categories. I have them in front of our audience, but um, you guys won't be able to see it on the podcast. So our first category is playoff buzzer beaters. Second category is biggest NFL chokes. Third category is N- 90s NBA reserve all-stars. Our fourth category is always the bridesmaid NFL teams. So for this category, I want to make a little explanation. Um, I thought it would be too easy to do NFL stat leaders, even per team. So to make it a little interesting, um, it's kind of like second place people, third place people for teams. It Pretty much the question will explain itself and um, it'll be fine. So, and then the last category is NBA coaches with one ring, which is my favorite. So uh, yeah, any other questions about the categories, guys? Yeah, that's right. All good. So we're ready to get started then. So I didn't really think about how to determine who starts. So how shall we do that? Who won um, one of these tournaments before? Treff. Treff has. I think we found our starter. All right, Treff, you can start. Uh, I'm intrigued by it. So let's do always the bridesmaid for – let's just start with 100. All right. So always the bridesmaid for 100. So 100 points. Despite finishing second in all-time scoring for the Green Bay Packers – this kicker still trails Mason Crosby by over seven. Jack. Jack. All right. Jack's at the top of my screen. That actually makes a lot of sense. I'm pretty sure whoever goes first goes to the top. So, Jack, you got it? I don't know. I was going to guess Mason Crosby. Um, I can't even think of the next kicker. 
three, two, one. Nothing. All right. Um, I did notice that the other hands went up, so I will not continue the question, to be fair. I don't think Ryan – Ryan, did you raise your hand or no? I did, yeah. I don't know why oh, it disappeared. Okay. Um, I thought it was Shref next. I think it was Shref second. Yeah, I think Shref went before me. Uh, so, so here's the thing. I was uh, – <laughs> I, I had a similar thought process to Jack. Um, and I also don't – are we doing it where, we, where we're losing points if we get it incorrect? Yeah. I got to keep score. Okay, then I am uh, – since I wasn't first, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my guess back. Fair. I'll revert mine as well. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so in that case, no one has an answer. I will finish the question just to keep it intriguing. Wait, no, I don't. You guys just, you guys, when you buzz in, you still got to answer. Yeah, we weren't first though. So I always thought, it, I always thought that it kind of negated it then. If we were playing no, real Jeopardy, if you, if you buzz in, you still got to answer. If we were playing real Jeopardy, your their buzzers would have never gone off because you would have beat them if you went. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, real Jeopardy. <laughs> The second whoever buzzes second, they still it's the same thing. Yeah, that's there's like lights up a different color. It still right? lights if up, get, and then if yeah. that person gets it wrong, it goes right to them. Oh, it does. I didn't know that. So, I think the person who goes first, it like buzzes up like red, and then the other people are like white or something. So right. do we? So, so do we all get minus hundred then? <laughs> well, I'll take a guess then if we're gonna get minus hundred. Yeah. Well, cool. Do you guys have a guess? I can't even think of a name. Did he say it was a kicker? I didn't yeah. even get that point. Um, yes, uh, I did get to I did get to that point in the question. Packers kicker. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Longwell. Yes, mm. it is Ryan Longwell. Wow. wow. <laughs> I will read the rest of the question. So I said, despite finishing second and all-time scoring for the Green Bay Packers, this kicker still trails Mason Crosby by over 700 points and finished his Packers career in 2005. That's a heck of a 100 question. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> off to a hot start. Don't worry. You're asking us the kicker from the late 90s. <laughs> no, he's like 2000s. Some will be easier than others. Trust me. Also, NFL for me. This is 100 points. This is really easy. <laughs> no, I mean, some categories will be easier than others. Okay. All right. Maybe so. it's reverse psychology. Maybe the 500s are really easy. Facts got negative 100 and stress got negative 100. Nah, we'll settle. Sorry, audience. All right. So I think stress. No, I mean, Ryan has the board. Uh, we'll just go 200 for the same category. All right. Making my life easy. All right. So despite playing 60 less games than Ken Anderson, this Bengal only trails him by 1,000 passing yards for the all-time spot. Whoa, that was I, – I was looking at that one. That's really close. I'm going to – I'm going to – yeah, Mitchell said, oh, God. I'm going to give it to Jack, I think. Paper, scissors? I think it was me, but I don't know. Jack, I'm not even looking. Three, so you can give it to him. It's fine. Go ahead, Jack. I don't even remember the question anymore. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I did get to it the was... end of it, so I'll repeat it real quick. Despite playing 60 less games than Ken Anderson, this Bengal only trails him by 1,000 passing yards for the all-time spot. Uh, I guess I'll go Boomer Esiason. Incorrect. Oh, I'm going for a 50-50 right here, and I'm pretty much yeah, giving it is the answer right here. No, it's like a, that was when it was on you, it was like three. No, no, yeah. Now it's 50-50. I know who you're thinking of. I'm gonna go Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is correct, right? Uh, the other one was Carson Palmer. I'm Carson like, Palmer, eh, right? That was I, was gonna, I was gonna say Dalton too. So yeah, <laughs> that was the top four: Palmer, Dalton, Boomer, and Ken Anderson. Right. Yeah, because Palmer didn't actually play like for them that long. It wasn't that long, right? Like, also that ken anderson guy like 60 less games is crazy and Andy Dalton almost beat him that makes no sense to me but um anyway yeah. rifle. 
Ryan. The board well, they're just more pass happy now. It's true. Let's uh, upset some OCD people. Let's switch the category and go to biggest NFL chokes for 300. Biggest NFL chokes for 300. All right. If wide receiver Dwayne Bowie would have kept his feet in bounds on fourth down, the Chiefs would have most likely moved past this team in the 2013 wild. Ryan. Who's the Indianapolis Colts? Indeed. Indeed. That was 300. Ryan's on fourth. be a bloodbath. Did he call him Dwayne Bowie? brother of david yeah. <laughs> don't expect to, to like end it. how do you say it Dwayne bow Dwayne bow awesome yeah, yeah. i don't even the I. imaginary eye <laughs> <laughs> all right right i can't wait till middle <laughs> uh let's go back to the bride and maid for 300 all right all right so although donovan McNabb is the all-time passing leader for the eagles this second place QB is much more beloved despite only making one Pro Bowl for the team. Ryan again. Much more beloved. Oh, I'm just going to go with. I'm going to just go with Nick Foles. That's incorrect. You didn't make a Pro Bowl. I'll take a shot. Oh, Shrek got it first. Did I get it first? Yeah. I think. I don't know. Yeah, Jeff got it first at the top of my screen. I, I'm, I'm going to go based off that because I think that's right. Man. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Randall Cunningham. Incorrect. Mm. There's one more that... I'm yeah, you should have a pretty good guess. Here. Jack, your hand is up. I'm going to require an answer out of you, and I suspect that Cunningham wasn't your answer. There's like three different guys that I... I know. Kevin Cobb. Right. Yeah, um, Cobb. I'll guess. Oh, it's probably not him. I'll guess Jaws. Yep, Ron answer. That's the other one I was debating between. I was thinking like maybe I don't know. Like who is well, that? That's long? that's why I was thinking Jaws when you said beloved. But I was like, well, I, I mean, I think we love him Cunningham around these parts. We do, and we we indeed yeah. do. But um, I knew everybody hates Don and McNabb, so I thought that was a great question. He's not my non-Eagles fan. Gets that right. Yeah. <laughs> so does Jack have the board now? I think that's yep. tricky though, because Foles did make a uh, Pro Bowl. Well, we weren't even. I mean, there was also there was also Vic too. That was the other yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't think it would be Vic, but yeah. You'd say second place QB though. Thank God. Okay, I got I got really worried there. Um, I'll do bridesmaid four hundred. All right, we're loving the category. All right, so if it weren't for Art Monk and Charlie Taylor, this Commanders receiver would be the all-time receptions leader for the team with five hundred eighty-one. Say that again. If it weren't for Art Monk and Charlie Taylor, this commander's receiver would be the all-time receptions leader for the team with 581. Ooh, yeah, Ryan first. Ryan first for sure, I think. I said I wouldn't just guess and get negative points, but we'll do it. Screw it. Uh, Santana Moss. Is it correct? Oh. That will be my guess, too. That was the first name that came to my head, but I was scared of – I, was I didn't think it'd be like a 400, but yeah. oh, I was scared of buzzing in first. I guess big shout out to Mendy for that one. Good friend, big uh, commanders fan. But, um, all right, real quick score update Jack has zero, Ryan, you're at 700, and Shrek, you're at negative 400. And any, right right where I want him. um, all right, Ryan, you get the board again. Let's uh finish off the category 500. All right, this Steelers defensive end has Joe Green beat by just half a sack as a Steeler. However, he still trails James Harrison by two and a half for the all-time spot. Oh, so it's got to be all Jack. 
This Steelers defensive end has Joe Green beat by just half a sack as a Steeler. However, he still trails James Harrison by two and a half for the all-time spot. Oh, I have a guess. But I don't yeah, know I do too. I don't want to risk it. Five, four. You got to buzz in, Jack. You got it. Two, I don't. It's minus 500. Oh, Shref, did you buzz in? Ooh. I did. I don't even know if this is going to be right or not. I'm going to say Cordell Stewart. That is incorrect. Mm. Dude, what? He's a quarterback. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be so upset if I didn't buzz in. Is the awesome. time run out? Oh, yeah. Time run out for sure. Was it, was it uh, Kevin Green? It was not. It was, that was yeah, my Thank guy. God. It is I think L- it was an outside linebacker. Was it L.C. Greenwood? I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I – I don't have – I didn't know for certain he was defensive end. I thought he was defensive tackle. Also, he's, from the, he's from the 70s. The top eight for, like, Steelers sacks is, like, they're all within, like, one of each other. It's crazy. Like, so, yeah, I knew it was going to be a tough one. But, um, yeah. anyway, all right, so we're done that category. Um, I believe Ryan still has the board then. Let's do biggest NFL chokes for 100. All right. All right, after holding a 35-3 to third-quarter lead, this NFL – Jack, you got a the Falcons. What? The Falcons. Oh no! Way off. Uh, well, Thirty-five to three, not twenty-eight. <laughs> uh, I will continue the question because no one else rang it. All right. After holding a thirty-five to three third quarter lead, this NFL team ended up losing forty-one to thirty-eight in overtime in the nineteen ninety-two playoffs. Oh man, Joey. Um, is this the biggest choke of all time? I don't know. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm just going to guess. I don't even know if it's right. Is it the Titans? Uh, um, Oilers? Yeah, I'm going to accept the answer. I think, yeah. that, I think that counts. Yes, it yeah. is the Oilers. That's so, yeah. Ryan, and Joey just watched. It was the, the Bills. It was against the Bills, indeed. Um, yeah, that's actually funny because I was like, oh, Jack might get this too easily, but you blew it. He didn't even listen to the numbers. He just yeah, I, I, I really didn't. Assume, <laughs> I, I assumed that was like, the most famous, at least in, to us, the most famous joke job. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a bit 200. I, I can't say. So we shall continue. Ryan, yeah. So he is. We'll do the 200. All right. All right. In quotes, we want the ball and we are going to score, said this overconfident Seahawks. <laughs> Ryan. Mr. Matt Hasselbeck. Yes, sir. Ryan is running away with it. it is- I need it because I'm not getting the NBA ones. All right, Ryan, you still got it. We'll keep going. 400. All right. It was in this Super Bowl, and you can give me the year or the number. So it was in this Super Bowl that Scott Norwood missed a 47-yard field goal, which would have brought the Bills their first ever Super Bowl. <sighs> Not that old. It was. I mean, that Scott Norwood missed a 47-yard field goal, which would have brought the Bills their first ever Super Bowl. I'll just go for it. (laughs) The year of the Super Bowl or the season? The year of the Super Bowl. So the year, like it was the Super Bowls in January, February that year. That year, I believe. Yes, from my research. Yes, I'll double check it for you after this, though. So then I'm going to guess 91. It is 1991. Hey. Wow. That's impressive, Jack. That was impressive. That was was big. You needed that one. You're at 300 now, I believe, Jack. I think I might have lost. 
No, there's plenty. Of there's still like three categories left. No, yeah, one five hundred point one, and you're looking pretty. You're looking all right, Trav. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, we'll just yeah keep going with the chokes for five hundred. All right. This Hall of Famer led his team to three Super Bowls during the seventies, but was never able to reach the promised land. Did you say quarterback or you? You didn't uh, say quarterback. No, I did. Oh, wait, did I not? Oops, I was supposed to. This Hall of Fame quarterback led his team to three Super Bowls during the 70s, but was never able to reach the promised land. Ryan. I don't know if you'd be right. Fran Tarkenton? That is absolutely right. Yeah. Ryan. My God. I need it, man. I, I didn't really, it. I, I know he lost. Get out of my room. I didn't really lost three. Man, you got to get I was heavily debating saying, I literally crossed out the Vikings and wrote, hey, I feel like the Vikings was a little. He just broke in and is trying to disrupt this game. <laughs> Ryan, throw him in his crib. That's where you that, You got to do it. I'm on their podcast. We have a guest. He knows, how to, he knows how to break down my door because it doesn't lock. <laughs> See you, buddy. You are like crazy right now. Go around this crib. So I believe Jack has the board. I can cut that. No, he, Ryan just oh, got Ryan, that my question. Sorry, right. my bad. <laughs> you threw it all off. Um, let's go playoff buzzer beaters for 100. All right. Great category. In 2019, this player hit a buzzer beater in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, Jack. Kawhi Leonard. Yep. I don't like that one. It's definitely the easiest crush in this whole tournament. Um, all right. Jack had the board. 200, same category. This player hit a playoff buzzer beater in game five against the Cavaliers, which would be later known as the Shot. This player hit a playoff buzzer beater in game five against the Cavaliers, which would be later known as the Shot. I mean, Ryan. Did Reggie Miller? Incorrect. I feel like there's like, we're getting liberal with what's called the Shot. <laughs> if I gave you the year, you would get it in two seconds. I guess that's a hint. I mean, I, I think you said playoffs. They're all, that is the category, yes. There also is... Mitchell's um, Audi. Go for it, Shrek. Is it Kevin Durant? That's my guess. Oh, good. Because that was game five in 2017. He hit, like, the dagger, <laughs> I guess. That's what I'm trying to think, because the, the, the thing that's throwing me off is he just said game five. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what series or what, like, what, like, like what round it was in. Or the shot. I probably should have said what round it was. That's a good point. But right, yeah. the, year, the year would have been way too easy. I guess I won't guess, so just you can say the answer. It is Michael Jordan. That is, the, that is absolutely the shot. Uh, the Cavs? Yes. It's not the Utah one you were thinking of. Is they played there? the Cavaliers. Yes, they did. Yeah, I did never. I, I had no That's idea. Sad that we didn't play the Cavaliers. That, in the play. Michael Jordan's iconic dagger over Craig Elo eliminates the Cavs in Game Five. Did Reggie Miller hit his over Reggie? If he hit it over Cavs, then we have a problem because that would be F <laughs> on my part. Ah, uh, now it's the Bulls. You're good. <laughs> That was a little tougher than I thought. My bad. Should add a little more there. All right. Well, back to the board, though. I believe it was Jack Richard. No, I forget. Jack. Jack. Yeah. yeah, you got the claw. Same 300. All right. 
With help from Shaq and Kobe, this player hit a buzzer beater three in 2002 against the Kings as a part of a 24-point comeback to even the series 2-2. I got to guess. I, I know. Yeah, I think, I think we all have a guess. Team. With help from Shaq and Kobe, this player hit a buzzer beater three in 2002 against the Kings as part of a 24-point comeback to even the series 2-2. Five, four, three, two, one. It was, was it Ori? Robert Ori. Yeah, indeed it was. I think maybe Derek Fisher. Yeah, I, I didn't really think about that. All right. Joe, are you Dang, ready to, get, to get it wrong? It. Say again? Are you remembering to are you remembering to deduct points and get it wrong? <laughs> yes, I have been. That's why. Can, uh, you, can we have a score update? Absolutely. I don't want a score update. Jack, you're at 400. Ryan's at 1,300. And Shref is at negative 700. Pretty spread not, out. Not, uh, not too bad. If someone gets a 500.1 wrong, someone being Ryan, we still have a game. All right. Who's up next? Jack still? Yeah, same category, 400. In the 2004 Eastern Conference Finals, this player forced overtime against the Jersey Nets after hitting a half-court bank shot. In the 2004 Eastern Conference Finals, this player forced overtime against the Jersey Nets after hitting a half-court bank shot. Five, four, three, two. One. I'm so low on the points. I'm just going to go for it. Uh, I'm gonna say Chauncey Billups. Absolutely, it was Chauncey Billups. There you um, go. Wow. back into this game. That was that was all based off of the fact that I thought the Pistons were good at that point in time. So I'll, I'll take it. Indeed, I didn't want to give Pistons away because I know it would just be like a guess which one of those three players it was. But um, anyway, Trev, you the board. I'm gonna I'm gonna zag while everyone else zigs. Let's go '90s reserve All Stars for a hundred. I love. I love He's so hard. All right. This, oh wait, hold on. Oh yeah, this reserve all-star was making his sixth all-star appearance in 1991 and was the only Atlanta Hawk to make the team. Treff. Uh, Dominique Wilkins. Indeed, it is Dominique Wilkins. Treff's on fire. We got some, we got some work to do. Let's go, let's just go to two. Despite winning the Defensive Player of the Year award, this all-star point guard was only a reserve in 1996. Ryan. Gary Payton. Yep. Gary Payton. I don't know why that one didn't come to my mind right away. Yeah. The, the position of point guard kind of gives it away. I think he's still with it. Is Marcus Smart technically a point guard? Yep. Uh, okay. Second character minutes. All right. Let's jump same category, but all the way to 500. Woo. All right. Big one. Who knows what this is going to be? Yeah. All right. This is, this is tough. All right. This Indiana Pacer made his only all-star appearance in 1998 after averaging 17 points, seven rebounds, and 1.2 blocks throughout the regular season. This Indiana Pacer made his only all-star appearance in 1998 oh, I guess. after I averaging too. 17 points, you gotta guess rebounds, it. and 1.2 blocks. I'm going to go for it. See it. Is it me or is it Ryan? Was it me? I think it's I didn't oh, buzz in. Yeah, he didn't buzz in. Oh, okay. Ugh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Detlef Shrimp. No, no, <laughs> it is not that. No, oh, that's a strange name. There goes all that progress. I'm trying to think who else it would be. Well, do Do you have a different guess, Ryan? Yeah, I don't think it's a good one. I was just thinking literally any Pacers player. Um, this is I'm not gonna buzz in, but I was gonna think Jermaine O'Neal. 
No, not for me. Yeah. It's too yeah, early for that's him. That's way now. too early for him. Yeah, I didn't know he got drafted. <laughs> is it Paul George? This is definitely yeah, it is. the hard. This is definitely the hard. Is it Rick Smith? It is Rick Smith's. It is Rick no. Smith's. Oh. <laughs> that is like the hardest one of the tournament. That makes me upset that I didn't get that. <laughs> I had the right idea. It was another. It was another tall white guy. I just had the wrong one. I'm glad you said that, Shreff, because I really thought that was going to be. No, that makes me. I I knew because I I've watched that that thirty for thirty so many times on Reggie Miller. Like I know I know that entire team. I don't know why I said Shreff. That's the I only reason I kind of recognize the name. All right. Okay. Anyway, who was that? Uh, I think so that was still still, still my board, I guess. Right. Was that Ryan? Was no, sorry, Ryan's board. I'm stupid. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go uh, 300, same category. Making my life easy. Although he did not play due to injury, this lights out shooting small forward made his fifth All Star appearance in 1993. Although he did not play due to injury, this lights out shooting small forward made his fifth All Star appearance in 1993. Ryan? Oh, this is a stupid guess. Um, is it AK 47? No, Andre Kirilenko. Oh no, I didn't think so. Yeah, I, I doubt that this is his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> you said in '93 he made his his uh, his fifth appearance. Yes, that is, that is what I said. Probably should. But he, if you're throwing me off that he didn't play because I think of who didn't play in that game. Because I remember watching that game. I, I see the joke you're making. Oh man. Um... Fights out shooting small forward. I will say I did have a team at one point in this, and that was too easy. But anyway, five, four, three, I don't know. two, one. It is Chris Mullen. Lights uh, out shooting small forward. I was going to say Golden State small forward, but way too easy. Um, all right, and someone has the board. Uh, me still. Finish the category. All right. This Atlanta Hawk averaged 18.1 points per game, 8.8 rebounds, and 2.7 assists in 1997, which led to his first and only all-star appearance in his career. This Atlanta Hawk averaged 18, 8, and 2 in 1997, which led to his first and only all-star appearance in his career. Oh, I have a guess, but I'm not going to guess it. I love this one. Five, four, three, mm. two, one. Was it's it Steve Christian. Smith? No, it is Christian Leitner. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I did not know he made an all-star game. So. I didn't know he was ever a Hawk. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> so that was very surprising. But um, anyway, we're back to the board again. We'll uh, finish playoff buzzer beaters. All right, playoff buzzer beaters for 500. Even Kareem himself couldn't stop this Houston Rocket from nailing a buzzer beater to win game five of the 1986 Western Conference Finals. Even Kareem himself couldn't stop this Houston Rocket from nailing a buzzer beater to win game five of the 1986 Western Conference Finals. Ryan. I'm just going to throw a guess. Oh, it's just definitely too early. Is it Kenny Smith? It's not Kenny Smith. Oh, I'm just throwing my points away. Big loss for Ryan. Uh, Jack, go ahead. Sorry. It's gonna guess Kenny Smith. <laughs> Saved you. <laughs> Why didn't you do it two um, seconds earlier? I'll just guess Hakeem. I don't know. Incorrect. It was not Hakeem. I'm not guessing, so you can say it. Too. All right. It is Ralph Sampson. Oh, I wouldn't have a, oh we, <laughs> we do know Ralph Sampson. I was gonna say, I feel like from a lot of those 30 for 30s, Ralph Sampson's become a household name a little bit. 
I wouldn't have guessed him though. It's still hard. 500. All right. So we're on to NBA coach. One, one ring is the only category left. A little score count. We got Jack at negative 100. We got Ryan at 700. <laughs> and then we have Shref at negative 700. Perfect. Let's go. A little bit of we're going to start it off with 500. Yeah. Right to it. Okay. This could be anything. I don't, oh man. All right. NBA coach of the one ring for 500. This person only won one title as a coach, but he did win one as a player with the same team 16 years prior. Ooh. This person only won one title as a coach, but he did win. Oh my God. I also forgot. Well, that was the daily double. I forgot we had daily oh. doubles. I just saw the star. doesn't really matter, but Ryan, you have time to think about it. Only Ryan can answer and you're supposed to wait. Oh that. no. Yeah. I'm zero. <laughs> Shoot. I forgot. <laughs> I hate my life for that. Um, you could switch it to one of the others if you want. I will switch it to one of the others. Yeah. So anyway, keep thinking about it. I'm going to choose one of these four randomly. It doesn't matter. All right. Looks like we have no guess. So this is um, hard. The answer yeah. is Billy Cunningham. Won it in 1983 with the Sixers. The Celtics? And then 19 oh, Sixers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixers. 1967 as a Sixer, he won. Um, all right, so that was not the daily double. I have the new daily double starred. Ryan, you still have a tent. Go 100. All right. Haters would argue he didn't even coach this team, but there is no denying that he brought Cleveland its first NBA title in 2016. I think I got it. Yeah, Jack got that. I got it, yeah. Dang it. Tyron Lou. Let's go, Jack. Back to Unless it's not Tyron. Is it just Ty? Yeah, I don't, I don't know actually. Uh, I have Tyler. I always say Tyrone. It was a dude before him, David. What was David his last Blatt. name? Blatt. Blatt. Yeah. Blatt. Yeah. Did he get one? No, he didn't. No, they lost. No. Um. Yeah, that's funny. But uh, yeah, I'm also not one of those haters. I want to point that out. Hogline Nation. Okay. Cool. Um, Jack, go ahead. Two. That was one, right? Yeah, that was one. Mm-hmm. Daily double. Okay, two hundred on the board. Wait, this. Okay, that was two hundred. Is not the daily double. No. Still on the board. Okay. All right, 200. This former player and current NBA coach was just recently ranked among top 15 coaches all time during the NBA's 75th anniversary. This former – oh, Shref. Doc Rivers. It is Doc Rivers, yes. He's in the top 75? He was top 15. He top 15 coaches. What was, the, what was the wording for the question again? This former player and current NBA coach was just recently ranked among top 15 coaches all time coaches, during okay. the NBA's 75th uh, okay. okay. I was thinking – I was thinking Steve yeah. Nash, but I didn't hear the question right. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I thought you meant he was in the top 75. Okay. But your question made sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think Shref has the board now. I do. Let's go 400. It's daily double still on the board. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I, I was hoping I was hoping I was gonna get it, so I went with the 400. That was a, that was an incorrect guess on my part. I kind of like that pick. Anyway, 400 for everyone. This coach prevented a four-peat by beating the LA Lakers with a much less talented squad. This coach prevented a four-peat by the Lakers, I should say, with a much less talented squad. Let me change the question. Five. Oh, three, uh, no, no, no. Two, one, negative. It was Larry Brown with the pistol. Mm. 
I thought it was the Pistons, but I couldn't. Yeah, think I knew it was the Pistons. The I didn't know who the coach was. Yeah, that was that was definitely a tough one. And well, I guess Streff still has the board, correct? Yeah, does that mean it's my so yes, the category is still NBA coaches with one ring for the daily double. You currently have negative 500. What was the rule we always did, Jack? What do we allow up to? Up to what the questions were? Okay, so 300 then. You get the well, then, yeah, so let's, well, all let's right. go all the way with it. 300. Then. Although his team will go on to become a dynasty, this former Shakespeare professor only won one title in 1980. Although his team will go on to become a dynasty, this former Shakespeare professor only won one title in 1980. Oh, man. I'm a... Uh... It's going to be um, five, oh, four, three, mm, so mad. I don't know the name. Two, That's annoying. One. Ryan or Jack, do you know it? Just, just for fun? No. Is it, the, is it the Lakers coach that Riley replaced? What's yes. his name? Paul Weston. Yeah, Paul. Dang it. Because I, 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 watched, I watched the show, too. That's why I, I, that's why I, couldn't, I couldn't think of the name. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't have known the name before watching That's a fitting end. So, anyway. That is our regular round of Jeopardy. So far, the score is Jack still at zero, Ryan at 700, and Shref at negative 500. <laughs> a little quick on the trigger. I love it. All right. So for final Jeopardy, the category is Hall of Fame tight end. So you guys can think about your wagers for a little bit. And I actually didn't write the question down, but I remember it. So it's no big deal. Are we, uh, are we going to text you, Joey? Again? He wants to text you for this? Uh, yes, that would be yes. ideal. Also, I guess... Oh, can you and Shreff wager or no? You do wager. How did we do this? We It's what we always do. We never know what to do. <laughs> we never know how to wager with negative points. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm making up my rules for this tournament. This is joke. Yeah, make up your own rules. You can do whatever you yeah. want. If you're, at ze- if you're at or below zero, you can wager up to 500. That seems fair. One okay, question's cool. worth. Because you're still not within Ryan at 700. That would be a little unfair if you could. Cool. So they add 500 to whatever they have now or just 500 to zero? Um, you can wager between zero to 500. You can also wager zero still. You can wager. But if they wager 500, are they adding to their current scores or to yeah, zero? Yeah, add to our current oh, score, yes. Current score, yeah. So okay. I'd be at zero if I bet 500 and get yes. it right. That's why I have okay. the number. Got it. Back would be at 500 and Ryan would be at 1,200 if you all wager that much. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Here we go. So the category was Hall of Fame tight ends. And the question is, who was the first tight end to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? That's so hard. That's that is hard. <laughs> I, just, I spent like an hour trying to pick up the final Jeopardies just because I was like, I can't make it too hard. I can't make it too easy. So I apologize if it's hard. But also, it makes you feel better. It does not affect the outcome of the game. Yeah, but this is all for points for seeding for the tournament. That's what the round robin is. It's true. If, if this one's hard, then I promise you the other games found Jeopardies will be probably also hard. Also, don't All right, think, that's fine. All I'll say is don't think too hard about it. It's between two people for me. I think I got it right, but I don't know. I'm going to say 10 seconds. I'm oh, sure. wait, I forgot to text you. Oh, that's the wrong I picked the wrong one. Uh-oh. I just thought, thought of the oldest tenant I can really think of. I think it was probably... That's kind of where my mind went. 
Well, I'm glad you guys didn't doubt yourself because you all got it correct. The answer yeah. is Mike. Oh, Mike. yeah. <laughs> what a way to finish, boys. <laughs> Wait, it was Joey. You cut out for a second. It was Mike Ditka. Yeah, for I said the Ditka. listeners. Yeah, I, like I couldn't hear you, so I, I don't know. If oh, I heard it. Oh, my bad. Okay. Yeah, it's between Dicka and Colin Winslow for me. I didn't know. Yeah, like I thought of the oldest tight end, but like Dick is like still yeah. alive. So like, well, it was it was tough because when I I was like Dick because in my head, I, like I only think of him as a head coach. Like I I don't think of him as a player. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess if he did coach eighty five Bears, he's pretty old. Like, oh yeah, that's what I kid. thought. Yeah, that's that's the same way I did. So a little recap for the audience. Jack ended with a score of 400, thanks to his final jeopardy. Ryan wagered 100, which... I played the safe game. (laughs) Ryan still got a big lead on everyone else. And then Shrek did get it right, and he got back down to zero. So you're not in the same Not a bad showing. I didn't even have to play. I could have just not done anything. Tied with the viewers. True. (laughs) (laughs) Some Tony Snell action on my part, though. (laughs) Ryan kind of ran away with it early, but it could have been a worse game for sure. So we got a couple people with points on the board for the rest. Yeah, I do what I normally do and just start guessing and losing a bunch of points. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, Those are hard. Could have been worse. So um, I think that's the end of our first round. Thank you guys for participating. Um, we will be seeing all of you again because we're not no eliminations yet. And then uh, I guess we'll see you guys later for round two. Yeah, appreciate it. Cool.